This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Ken Harbaugh, host of Warriors in Their Own Words. A quick note before we start. In my standard intro to this show, I talk about our mission of presenting the unvarnished, unsanitized truth of what we have asked of those who defend this nation. Today, you'll hear from someone who never served in the American military, but is on the front lines of a battle against tyranny. A few weeks ago, Nikolai, I'm not using his last name, was a financial analyst wearing a suit and tie. Today, he's wearing body armor, carrying an AR-15, and manning a checkpoint in a Ukrainian city under siege by Russian invaders. We talk about his country's struggle to hold the line, but whether we admit it or not, this is America's fight too. This is the free world's moment to stand up to tyranny. If Ukraine falls, democracies everywhere will be under threat, from the nearby Baltic states to Taiwan. You may hear a lump in my throat at times as I ask Nikolai about what he is facing, because I know what awaits him when this conversation ends and he returns to his post. And because he, as much as anyone I've interviewed for this show, is indeed among those who defend this nation. Thank you. Nikolai, hello. This is Ken Harbaugh. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for joining us today. Can you tell us uh, where you are now? Are you allowed to share that information? Um, first of all, um, many thanks to everyone who organized this call and to you podcast that invited me and gave me this opportunity to tell you listeners about what is going on in my country now. Right now, I'm uh, patrolling the city and calling from my post. I have a little pause from power. I've, uh, you know, this is, it's a city of millions in the south of Ukraine. It has a rich 200 years history, a major lake seaport, and a beautiful culture with a very hospitable residents. Can you describe the unit that you are serving in? Are they volunteers? Is it a professional unit? Um, after my family fled to safety, I tried to, to join a volunteer military organization. It's called here a territorial defense force. If only people could see the videos and photos, a huge place at military registration offices and the lines of volunteers 
and blood donors. It was the fourth day of the war, and that moment all volunteer sports were closed. But I am a gun owner, and my help is required to protect the city. My main call to action was uh, hearing the sounds of sirens and explosions as they echoed through the city day and night. The case of saboteur attacks on military facilities and state authorities in the city continues to inspire volunteers like me to fight back. Most of volunteers also carry personal weapons, but there are people among us who just come with a kitchen knife and bed. We all come from different walks of life. Some of us are officers, while others are sailors or self-employed. We are all different face and skin colors, but the one thing that unites us is all is the will to protect our land, people, and our values. Where were you, Nikolai, on the first day of the war, and what were your thoughts when you heard that Russia had invaded your country? Mm, on the first day of war, uh, like many of I was at home and uh, about to go to work. I work near the strategic facility, and several missiles hit there, so it was dangerous to go to work. Uh, there has been a lot discussion about the invasion, and everyone was holding, waiting for more news about the situation. I truly did not believe uh, that that could happen because it would be a suicide mission. But even unfold, I quickly went through all five stages of grief. Afterwards, I immediately started thinking what about uh, what I would have to do. It was honestly shocking now, weekly, my life changed. I went from being a financial executive, wearing suits every day, and one moment I stay a soldier with a bulletproof vest and then have an AR-15. I would do anything to return my life before this happened and to have my family by my side again. But for now, I must do my duty and protect my country. Where is your family, Nikolai? Are they safe? My family right now in the United States with my relatives. Nikolai, how is the morale of your unit and what has been your toughest day so far? Our morale is very high. We all feel a great sense of pride because we are fighting against the tyrannical forces that are trying to destroy our beautiful country. Ukraine also have a great sense of humor, which also really helps with morale. Um, the third day was the uh, hardest, I think. I had uh, to take my family to the Romanian border so they, they could be safe. Uh, as well, 
as we drove to these uh, those empty roads, we noticed broken street scene and the destruction that the Russian forces case. Uh, there was also a great risk of getting bombed since we were out in the open. We were scared, but we didn't give up. Have there been moments when you feared that the Russians might win? Um, perhaps on the first of, or second days of the war, um, there were doubts about our victory, but I knew we would never go down without a fight. Now I'm optimistic and I'm positive that Ukraine will prevail. I think how strong our forces are and the international support has given me hope. Even if I'm not a military expert, um, I still do my job to the best of my abilities. Like many of us, I must do it well for my sake of my country. Our shared patriotism and courage unites uh, us even in these dark times, which gives uh, me hope for the future. What is it like fighting on your own soil, and what advantages has that given you in confronting the uh, the invaders? The main advantage is that basically the whole world is supporting our country. This is really motivating and help us fight this battle against evil. History has shown that the good side always wins and uh, gives us the courage we need to fight back. I've never had this experience like this before. Mm, I'm not a military. Even if uh, it can be difficult at times, I'm proud to be fighting for my land for the first time. It's like fighting for your family, for loved ones, for justice, for truth, for freedom, for everything that is dear to you. This might sound a bit, little bit corny, but this is the battle between good and evil. Nikolai, what is your assessment of Russian forces, their training levels, and motivation? As I said before, I'm not a military expert, but their forces seem weak and unorganized, uh, despite their size. Uh, they say that they have one of the strongest army in the world, but the data doesn't match reality. Uh, they have a huge logistic problem. They greatly overestimated their strength. They assumed that they could easily take over Ukraine in two days, but they were wrong. In fact, they Invasion turned out to be a one-way ticket. In three weeks, our armed forces destroyed a sort of invading forces. And now a lot of Russian troops lost their motivation. Many are afraid and have begun to desert the army. Others have tried to take revenge by killing our civilians. But we will endure and burn them here. How important is your president 
uh, Volodymyr Zelensky to the morale of Ukrainians fighting on the front lines like you? Good question. I have uh, admit that until uh, February 24th, when the war started, I have uh, his critic. He didn't many things that I didn't approve of. Uh, his support after being elected fell from 75% to 25% in uh, end of January. However, at the end of February, his approval rating was more than 90%. He has done a lot of race morale and get international support. He is now famous and well-liked by people all over the world. He motivates us and helps by giving daily updates about the situation in Ukraine. Yes, uh, uh, he just does that his leader of the state should do. Yes, he is not a professional commander. He is not a professional but he inspired his team to make the right decision. Also, I just want to make it clear that, he's, that the Russian army is not war with the Ukrainian army. This is war with the Ukrainian people. What are your hopes for your country looking ahead? That my country will be a prosperous and strong state. I want to go back to my life before the war, and I hope that nothing like it will ever happen again. I know that as we rebuild, we can make Ukrainian an even better country than it was before. I hope for this. What can Americans do to help? I, like many of my fellow citizens, I am grateful for the help from the United States. America are our closest ally. And the assistance that we received bring us closer to victory. To ensure the safety of our civilians, we argue Americans to consider a few options. They can't introduce a no-fly zone. However, it's good clear result in a direct clash between the U.S. Army and enemy forces. In addition, providing air defense equipment, bulletproof vest, and night vision equipment, uh, thermal um, major equipment would really help us. Lastly, they could also keep tracing and sanction against their terrorists. Nikolai, is there anything else that you think our audience should know about the war in Ukraine before we let you go? Today, uh, as we discuss this war, uh, the terms of the settlement are being debated. I don't know what the final agreement will look like and what the borders will be drawn. But I am sure that Ukraine must restore his territorial integrity to the borders of 2013. 
And if we are lucky, Putin's regime will end and uh, he will be held accountable. Also, if we didn't already know, Ukrainian provides food for hundreds of millions of people all around the world. And the continuing of this crisis increased the likelihood of famine this year. So hopefully this conflict will be end soon and that the settlements will be favorable to Ukraine. In conclusion, glory to Ukraine, glory to heroes, glory to the nation, death to the enemies. Slava Ukraini. Thank you so much, Nikolai, for joining us. Geram Slava. Thank you a lot. Thanks for listening to Warriors in Their Own Words. If you have any feedback, please email the team at kharbaugh at evergreenpodcast.com. We're always looking to improve the show. For updates and more, follow us on Twitter at team underscore Harbaugh. And if you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to rate and review. Warriors in Their Own Words is a production of Evergreen Podcasts in partnership with The Honor Project. Our producer is Declan Roars. Bridget Coyne is our production director, and Sean Rulhoffman is our audio engineer. Special thanks to Evergreen executive producers Joan Andrews, Michael DeAloya, and David Moss. I'm Ken Harbaugh, and this is Warriors in Their Own Words. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.